0: Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. This week we're going to talk a little bit about our contractors. Did you know that Citywide agrees with clients who claim that subcontracting is bad? That's right. In fact, we strictly prohibit subcontracting without written approval. If you're surprised to hear me say that, then please allow me time to explain. There's going to be times when prospects list reasons why they don't like subcontractors in their buildings. When a prospect says this to a salesperson, it may be natural for the salesperson to classify this person as being wrong. But in this instance, Citywide actually agrees with the client. As a matter of fact, Citywide agrees so strongly with this perspective that we actually spell it out in our independent contractor's contract. We let them know that subcontracting citywide jobs are strictly prohibited. Instead of trying to overcome this argument, we should actually embrace it. Allow me to explain how a salesperson should communicate this message to a client while providing you with another reminder. On why we cannot do business with sole proprietors. Let's start with the client's perspective. Remember, we represent the client. A client may feel strongly about subcontracting for a variety of reasons, such as security concerns, insurance purposes, and quality control issues. This is not the time and place to argue with them. As we just conveyed, we wholeheartedly agree with them. We contractually prohibit it and require you to enforce the rule stringently with your contractors. As a management company in the building maintenance industry, you are an extension of your client's facilities management team, and all we are doing is choosing the cleaning company who we believe has the best chance for success, rather than the client choosing the cleaning company. When making that choice, we're going to look at factors such as how long they've been in business, who else they clean for, where they get their employees, etc., etc., And it's impossible to make that evaluation if the independent contractor, you choose to subcontract in the work you originally hired them to do. That means your concern is aligned with the client, which puts your salespeople in a much better position if they are promoting ourselves as a management company in the BMI rather than a cleaning company. Agreeing with the prospect keeps them from spending time overcoming a client's objection and instead allows them to focus on why citywide is the right solution. Now let's discuss it from the citywide perspective. And this one's easy. It can be summed up in two words. Client retention. The reality is there isn't enough money in the contract for a client to hire us and then for you to hire a contractor who then in turn hires a subcontractor. It can't be done. And if you allow it, the person providing the services, the person who's actually working at night, man, they're not going to earn anything. Even worse, the subcontractor will not be able to maintain citywide standards and you will eventually lose the account due to poor service. This dilemma raises another concern. Does the subcontractor who is being paid by your independent contractor have the financial ability to pay its employees in accordance with the state and federal minimum wage laws? Chances are the answer is no. And if that isn't enough reason to convince you, just think about how difficult it will be for you to confirm that whoever your independent contractor subcontracts the work to has the appropriate insurance coverage, workers' comp waivers, and all of the other things required by law. Needless to say, it becomes a loss of your control over proper documentation of the independent contractor. Also, allowing independent contractors to subcontract work. It's called a risk transfer because it shifts the liability to each level of subcontractors in the account. This makes your insurance company very nervous and ultimately might increase your insurance costs if you can get insurance at all. Because if they know that that's what's happening, chances are they are not going to be comfortable providing you coverage. Each level of subcontractor is less and less likely to be anything other than a sole proprietor especially if they can't afford proper insurance coverage levels on all of your work. And speaking of sole proprietors, this is a great time to remind you that we do not recommend using independent contractors who are sole proprietors. We have two very good reasons not to use sole proprietors. Number one, the LLC or corporation designation is a much stronger indicator that an independent contractor is an established business with clients other than citywide. Most sole proprietors do not have any or many clients other than citywide, making them appear as if they are your direct employee instead of a true independent business owner. The second reason why we don't want to do business with sole proprietors is because citywide requires independent contractors to have workers' comp insurance. And again, most sole proprietors do not have. Some states don't even require sole proprietors to have workers' comp insurance But the state's lack of requirement does not negate the workers' comp insurance requirement from the insurance company and your own franchise agreement with Citywide. Therefore, when an insurance company, or even Citywide for that matter, audits a franchisee and determines there are independent contractors without workers' comp insurance, the franchisee's insurance costs will increase significantly because the liability will pass on to the franchisee. All right, so I'm going to leave you with three action items for this week. Number one, work with your operations team to review your contractor files and make sure you are not cutting checks to anybody who is a sole proprietor. Number two, work with your sales team and role play with them to see how they handle the objection if asked, do you subcontract your work? Or, I don't like subcontracting. And third and final is review your contract with your independent contractors. Remind your contractors that they cannot subcontract your work. Ask them what their pay practice is for their employees and who their other clients are. Review the independent contractor's certificates of insurance regularly. Okay, that's it. Good luck. You got it. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Rip along, my friends.